Sophie and I receive a lot of messages about us as a couple and how we keep our relationship healthy. We hear about red flags when it comes to relationships a lot in society. So what about those green flags? Yes, today we're going to talk about some green flags in a relationship and how you can spot early on if your relationship will be a healthy one. She, a podcast for non-traditional conversations. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a couple. couple. Join us as we explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 67 of She, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a DM to be featured as our next person of the week. Or leave us a review on Amazon if you've purchased our journal Reflect and we'll give you a shout out that way. Yes, and today our person of the week shout out goes to Amanda Bold, who recently started listening to the podcast and is already almost caught up on all of our episodes. Wow. Um, Amanda is a fabulous writer and when an opportunity arises she does her bit to dismantle the patriarchy as much as she can. Um, Amanda told us that she breaks down traditional stereotypes by living completely alone, being super single and loving it. I love that. Well thanks so much Amanda for being such a fan. Yes, thank you. Um, So for today's episode um, we want to talk a little bit about what green flags actually are before we jump right into the episode. Yeah, well, when we think of green flags in a relationship, we sort of have to compare it to the red flags, you know, acknowledging red flags help you avoid getting into a potentially toxic relationship. So when we think of green flags, it's the opposite of red flags, of course. So green flags are signs that it's like safe to proceed with a relationship. Yeah, and we can think of green flags in terms of sex, emotional maturity, self-exploration, equality, and just general personality traits. Sometimes when we get asked about green flags or, you know, people who ask, how do I know that this relationship is going to be healthy for me? It comes down to, is this person a good person? And is this person a good match for me? You know, when I was visualizing my person and who they would be, the energy I would always feel was that the person was kind. Like I knew I wanted someone who to their core was kind-hearted and you are most definitely that, Soph. But whether you're (laughs) single or in a relationship, we want to talk about what green flags look like, what some examples are of them and what to do if you're not seeing as many green flags as you'd hoped for. Yeah, sometimes in getting to know someone we can tend to overlook people's red flags and just focus on the green ones because we're excited about the relationship and this can even apply to friendships as well and sometimes we make a new friend and we're so enthusiastic about that relationship that you know all we see are the green flags and and aspects of that person that we seemingly like about them Um, but then we ignore or avoid looking at the red flags if there are any. Yeah sometimes you make a new friend and it's nothing but green flags and any flaws in them you accept you know no one is perfect we're not saying that you need to be perfect but there are some green flags when you meet someone new or start to get to know someone that we believe are really important in telling you about their true character. Yeah exactly so we made a little list here regarding uh, traits that we feel are really important for green flags to look for uh, when you're getting to know someone new but also as your relationship with the person progresses Um, once again this can totally relate to friendships and even your family even your family members so 
For sure. The first uh, tangible example of a green flag that I want to bring up is someone who treats others with respect. So if you are observing someone's behavior when you're out or around other people or, you know, even during the pandemic, a lot of us have worked from home with our significant others or even family members. Ask yourself, how do they treat people? Are they kind to servers at restaurants? Are they empathetic around their friends or do they speak to people at work with respect? You know, are they generally a positive person? I do want to say, of course, like, you know, what I want in a person is not always going to be what every other person wants. So think of what you want. Think of how you want your person or your friend treating the people around them. What do you imagine? Are they someone who listens really well in conversations with others? Are they someone who can keep a conversation going? Uh, Whatever it is you want, observe if they are like that around other people. Yeah, one of the best ways to get to know someone better and quicker even is to observe their actions around other people. And I always think in terms of being in public, you know, you might want to be with someone who champions you in public or who will support you emotionally in front of others. Um, This is also a big green flag to look out for. So I always um, think about that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Yeah, in terms of your one-on-one relationship with the person, one of the most important green flags uh, that I think is important anyway is when you feel you have a safe space to communicate, um, no matter the subject, you know, whether it's just being silly with the person or talking about, you know, your goals in life, having a safe space to communicate is really crucial in any relationship you know, romantically, platonically, or even with your family members. Um, A relationship with two people is a two-way street. Um, So having someone be respectful of your time and your input is, is really important for a healthy relationship and definitely a green flag. Yeah, and a great question to ask yourself when assessing this one is, do you feel safe to express yourself openly? Do you feel like, you know, no topics are off the table with your partner or your friend or whatever? Um, Because if you feel like you're walking on eggshells, that's a huge red flag, you know? Mm. Um, Another huge green flag for me is genuine connection and compatibility. Yeah, and that ties into someone who has similar ethics to you and a similar outlook on life. Yeah, I think like Soph and I in other episodes before have said a lot about having a genuine compatibility and connection with somebody. Um, You know, a relationship where you don't have to force it. You kind of just feel like you fit well together. And I think that's a really, really big green flag that we often overlook. We don't really take into consideration compatibility sometimes when we make a new friend or when we you know date somebody new or whatever it is I think you know an ease with the conversations and ease with being together points to compatibility and that is a huge green flag yeah love it um another green flag on our list is when they validate your feelings so validation is when you understand another person's feelings but also when you accept their feelings um when people receive emotional validation from someone in their life they feel that their their feelings and emotions are not only heard but they're actually accepted and when people feel their emotions are accepted and respected they're more likely to share like it's kind of like it aids in creating like a a safe space like that's kind of like a pathway to creating a safe space which is a green flag so you know accepting somebody's feelings lets them feel safe you know yeah and I was just actually going to say um like another point on our list that ties into that is vulnerability because you had mentioned that it allows 
you know the other person to share and when you're vulnerable in a relationship you know it helps you ask for you know what you want rather than shutting it down and being vulnerable allows us to build trust in a relationship and engage more you know on an intimate level um and it's obviously understandable you know to be wary of opening up and being vulnerable with someone due to past pain or trauma because you want to protect yourself but when you are vulnerable and in a safe environment you display a real and authentic version of yourself which is important in any relationship you know to be true to yourself but you also show the other person that it's okay for them to share something as well um it's a way of creating a safe space uh which yeah you just mentioned i like that you mentioned you know it's showing the other person that it's okay for them to do that as well because that reminds me of like another green flag um accountability so somebody who's willing to own up to their own mistakes and admit their when they're wrong and i feel like when you do that in a relationship and you own up to something where let's say maybe you didn't say the right thing or you you know hurt somebody and you admit that you were wrong there it shows the other person that oh okay it is okay if I do that as well you know it is okay for me to be accountable because I feel like that is a really big green flag yeah owning up to your mistakes is how you demonstrate strong character I think and when you own your mistakes you show that you respect the other person's boundaries and recognize that you know, you may have hurt their feelings. Yeah. Um, it also shows that you can be wrong, like any of us can be about something, which actually shows that you have self-respect because, you know, we respect ourselves when we accept that we have room to grow and are open to different opinions and perspectives. And the history of our planet is a history of owning up to mistakes because that's how we all learn and progress as a society. So if you bring this principle into your relationship, Like imagine how emotionally mature and progressive you both would be. Well, yeah, you mentioned something there that is another huge green flag, um, respecting somebody's boundaries and also respecting things that, you know, make you uncomfortable. If you let your partner or friend know that you're uncomfortable, let's say talking about something or you're uncomfortable with certain physical intimacy or whatever it may be, and they respect that and they remember that, that is a huge green flag. Yeah, it all comes down to kind and compassionate communication. Yeah. Like compassionate communication is another way of saying, you know, of, of having nonviolent communication and being compassionate and kind when you communicate helps people to be empathetic with each other, even if there is tension or frustration. Um, having empathy when communicating teaches people to speak to others without blaming and to hear personal criticisms uh, without becoming hostile. So empathy is really important to have in communication in a relationship because it not only allows all parties to be heard and have their moment to voice their opinion or concerns, but it also sets the tone for the conversation and the outcome of that conversation. Yeah. And when we talk about kind and compassionate communication, that also includes like you know, using a calm, rational tone during arguments even. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a really great green flag. Um, I'm somebody who like, I don't like, like to raise my voice in an argument at all. Um, And I, I feel like not only am I, you know, communicating better personally, but I'm also creating that safe space when I use a calm tone during any disagreements. And that's with anybody. Yeah, you set the tone um, when, you, when you're calm and when you like are not losing your temper or, or whatever it is. You know, the other person kind of reciprocates the same way that you are giving it out. Yeah, and it's part of another big green flag, which is self-awareness. Like, 
am I able to, is this person able to reflect on myself or themselves? You know what I mean? Like if you can reflect on yourself and you, you see that in another person too, that's a massive green flag because it shows they have like, you know, emotional maturity, self-awareness, the ability once again to own up to mistakes. It all comes together. You know what I mean? So um, I think somebody who is self-aware, especially early on, is kind of easy to spot. You know, you can spot it when you start to have those conversations and it kind of like ties into everything we're saying, you know. Is this person self-aware? Yeah, we've talked about being self-aware in so many episodes and it is really important because when you're self-aware, you're also aware of the other person. I'm glad you said aware of the other person because another huge green flag is someone who has a team mentality. You know, your wins are their wins. um, Your losses are their losses. You win together, you lose together. I think especially for people in romantic relationships, this is so, so important because yes, you should be your individual like own person, but to be respectful of somebody's feelings and to really like build that bond, you have to have that team mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's that, you know, really nice phrase, um, you know, listen to understand and not listen to answer. You know, I mean, that's part of being a team, that you're not the only one who has something to say, that you also, yeah. you know, have to give that person an opportunity to speak and to voice their concerns and opinions on something and just be respectful overall yeah and you're also not the one let's say always compromising if you're always always the one compromising and your partner doesn't have to compromise at all that's not a team mentality so that would be like a red flag um but something else I actually want to bring up in terms of green flags especially in the early stages a huge green flag is that you don't feel like you're competing for their time and attention. It's Mm. the worst feeling. And I'm sure we've all experienced it at some point with someone. When you feel like you're competing for their time or you feel like you come second or third or not not even in the top five um, of their list. Do you know what I mean? And I never felt that way with you, Soph. I always felt like both of us really prioritized each other and I didn't have to compete for your time with, you know your friends and work and this and that like I I feel like with both of us we always came first well you shouldn't have to compete because we're going to get married so I mean like you obviously are at the top of my list um you know obviously it depends on the relationship and how far along in the relationship you are or how fresh it is but if you're in a relationship with somebody you know there has to be some level of priority there like even in a friendship you know I mean You can go months and months without talking to your friend and still have a fantastic relationship when you do eventually see each other. But when you do see or call each other and one person is talking the whole time, you know, like that's not equal. One person is competing for the time then, you know, because the other person is maybe not bothered. Um, So this definitely comes into like many different relationships. Even if you're the one like always um, messaging your friend to hang out and they never reciprocate, like you feel like you're competing for their time, like you're competing for their friendship. You're showing that you're worthy of the friendship. You care more about the friendship than the other person does. Yes. It's never a good feeling. Like you, if someone makes you feel like you do not have to compete for their time and you are a priority that's like a huge green flag and 1000% early to spot in relationships too like you know your first date are they planning the date are they excited um do they not message you back and leave you hanging and you don't know if you're going on the date you know but also if there is somebody in your life whether it's a friend or a partner who is 
hard to reach a bit and, and you notice that they're backing away from the relationship that's probably their way of telling you that they are backing away from the relationship mm. so whether you want to address that and ask them or just leave it be and and move on you know it's it might seem like a red flag if you're doing that but it might just be the other person being like I actually need my distance and my space yeah um and that's okay it's it's okay for us to move on and to you know not have relationships that we used to have with people so I mean you could I guess look at it as a red flag if someone is not responding to your messages or you could actually just respect their boundaries and be like yeah. okay maybe it's a time sign to, to move back on. off feel like you yeah. know yeah all right well another green flag that I, I really do want to bring up is um you know somebody that's open to always improving themselves you know what I mean like they're very not necessarily even open to like criticism and feedback, but very much like they do want to work on themselves and better themselves. And maybe when you're together, they, they feel like they're the best version of themselves. Like I really feel like that with you. So I'm very myself with you, but I also feel like a better version of myself. So I think all of us as humans are learning and like, you know, just constantly learning. So if you're open to improving yourself, it's a great sign. And if you see that in somebody else, that's definitely a green flag. Yeah. And a green flag is when the other person champions you, you know, if you're having a a moment where you're like, I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like improving myself. I'm perfectly happy just like wallowing in whatever state I'm in right now. And I don't want to do you know, like I see everyone online is succeeding and doing this, that and the other. And I don't feel like doing that right now. And having a friend who's like, yeah, you do you like do whatever yeah. you want. And then you have, you know, a friend who champions you when you are um, doing great things and who celebrates your success. Um, they're all very, very important. And somebody who doesn't put you down as well. Like a big red flag for me is like, a friend or family member or partner who kind of like puts you down, especially in public, like, um, you know, if they make a little jab or maybe if you had an argument prior and they bring it up in public, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's such a red flag. So somebody who can like, you know, champion you regardless, um, especially in public, like, let's say you had a fight and then you went out and they're still really talking positively about you and, you know, not bringing up those issues. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like that's a, a green flag as well. Somebody who's not like putting you down. I mean, it's obvious that that's a green flag, but has to be said. Yeah. I mean, all of these green flags just come down to being emotionally mature. Yeah. And, you know, there isn't like an age that we all become emotionally mature. It's really just a lifelong journey for all of us. But yeah, um, some of the signs of emotional maturity are um, that the other person or you uh, take a moment to pause before reacting uh, in an argument or just a general discussion or any type of conversation and, you know, not reacting with a temper. That's definitely a sign of emotional maturity. Um, Another one is that they are able to admit when they're wrong and take ownership. This, you know, doesn't just apply to the other person. It applies to you as well. So these could be like lessons for you to take away. Um, Another sign of emotional maturity is that you or the other person um, are able to consider and see other people's perspectives, which, you know, we should all be doing. Yeah. And another thing we spoke about earlier that is another sign of emotional maturity is listening in order to understand and not listening to answer, you know, setting healthy boundaries, being 
being curious about who you are as well is a great sign of emotional maturity. And honestly, just as a whole, having a solid way of connecting to people around you is another great sign of emotional maturity, you know, because being self-aware and emotionally mature helps us establish an empathetic and understanding relationship with ourselves. You know, we get in tune with who we are when we're self-aware. So I feel like emotional maturity really is the key to creating a healthy relationship and seeing those green flags. Exactly. Well, here are some questions you could ask yourself when you are in a relationship and you want to have and maintain a healthy relationship. And um, they are, you know, are you checking in with yourself and your partner? Um, Do you listen to listen or listen to answer? Are you supportive of each other's goals and ambitions? Do you communicate effectively or are you dismissive? You know, um, do you and your partner create a safe space to talk? Are you working on your self-awareness and improving yourself? So really take the time to ask those questions, you know, just to yourself. And I feel like your answers will really point to, you know, do I have a healthy relationship? Um, Because, you know, what you don't want is somebody that's the opposite of all these. So we talk about those red flags and, um, you know, we talk about people that are manipulative or that don't take responsibility or that are judgmental or... Or, you know, people who are inconsistent or even people who gaslight you. I mean, that's a big red flag for yeah. me. I don't like anybody who belittles, you know, important things that I say. Like if or I an was, emotion. Exactly. If, if I'm upset about something or... Or even if someone says something to me that hurts my feelings and then they backtrack and say, oh, I was just joking. Take a joke. I can't stand that. (laughs) So for me, I'm like, "Uh -uh, no, that's a red flag. (laughs) But yeah, when we think about all these things that we don't want in a relationship, we obviously realize what we do want. So that was, you know, the point of today's episode to really talk about the green flags that you can see and some tangible examples of green flags when you, you know, go through life. Examine. Yeah. Examining. I was just going to say green flags and red flags um is how you become self-aware yeah period it's how you (laughs) reflect you know on yourself um yeah buy our journal (laughs) (laughs) it's how you uh, reflect I love it um so what's your takeaway on today's topic so yeah when it comes to um spotting those green flags just be honest with yourself and be selfish with what you want and and try not to settle um if you know you go to a restaurant and they're only serving meat and you're a vegetarian you're not going to eat the meat just to keep the restaurant owners happy so why settle for a toxic or unhealthy like trait in a person when you know you deserve better yes. so keep these green flags on your radar during a first date and weed out what you don't want in life by reading in what you do want that is such a good like tangible analogy um in terms of like the restaurant uh, uh, but no I totally agree that's because I don't eat meat me too, so if yeah. I went to a you know Korean barbecue restaurant and there was nothing for me to eat I'd be like okay I'm there's going nothing somewhere else. for me like, yeah. sorry I'm not gonna eat the ribs just because you're all eating the ribs like yeah I totally <laughs> agree that's so true Self and I are both vegetarians I, f- I don't know if we've talked about that in episodes before but um in terms of my takeaway I yes, personally think the success of a relationship does depend on both parties having a similar if not the same emotional maturity that's how we connect and that's how we understand each other you know I recognized right away that Soph was on my level in terms of how self-aware she was. She knew what she wanted and I knew what I wanted. And I think that's the most important thing when you're first getting to know someone. Um, You know, 
having the same expectations sets you up for success when it comes to healthy relationships because ultimately, you know, that's what we all want. We want a relationship or friendship that feels healthy and makes us feel good. Yeah, we were very open and honest on our first date. We Tiana were. actually asked me, you know, did I want kids in marriage on the first date? Because and I did. I did. I respected want kids. that because. It was out on the table. We talked about it. And on yeah. the first day, we didn't talk seriously about it. Like, you know, it was a light hearted conversation, but it, it came up and we chatted. And I'm glad we did, because I think, you know, if you had found out like four months into the relationship that I really did want kids. And you'd I be didn't, like, yeah. well, fuck, because now I love you. and I, But I don't want kids. Yeah, so I asked we, you like because the date was going so well. I was like. I need to find out if she's like somebody who really wants kids because I really don't. So I want us to be on that same page. And when you said you didn't want kids either, I was like, perfect. This confirms everything I already believe about our (laughs) compatibility. So, yeah, we were open on the first date. And I think that's like the best advice that we can give anyone is to just do the same. You know, it's no harm. Yeah, we're not saying you have to talk about kids, but, you know, as in whatever you feel comfortable with, do it. It shouldn't be a scary conversation anyway. But anywho, that's all for today's episode. We love hearing your stories and how you're living a non-traditional life. So keep them coming and follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience. And send us a message on Instagram, review our podcast on Apple or review our journal Reflect on Amazon to be featured as our next person of the week. And make sure you download, rate and review our podcast and share it with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic. And let us know what the biggest green flag for you is. See you on Tuesdays. Bye.